if you had complete financial freedom. The freedom to be an agent of your own life instead of a slave to societal institutions like the education system, corporate eight to four jobs, with no real ambition for your future or what you actually want to do with your life. You may feel like your degree is getting you nowhere. And even when you graduate, there's like this underlying doubt that you'll get a job in your desired field and that you'll end up spending the remainder of your life surviving from paycheck to paycheck and you'll die having experienced nothing and achieved no goals. What if I were to tell you that I too was once in your position? That I too felt like my degrees and my credentials were landing me in mediocre career paths and instead of furthering me in life, they just kept me chained to the past in the form of student debts and piling bills. I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. But most importantly, I wanted the financial freedom to do so. And this career path that we have been conditioned to yield to and just accept was no longer for me. I decided one day that I wanted to become my own boss. So I did. And I'm here to tell you that you can too. Imagine having a job that allows you to live your dream life. A career that lets you travel for months at a time during the year. Swiping your credit card freely without the need to check the price. A career that allows you to work from your vacation home in Bali. Enjoying the fruits of your labor all while making money as you go along. Reaching this financial and location freedom doesn't have to exist only as a daydream. Because for the low price of 250 US dollars, you can have all that and you're guaranteed to succeed in this business because the system is 90% automated. And all you really have to do to make money from this amazing business opportunity is to tell more people about it. It's just that simple, right? All you have to do is convince these people to invest 250 US monthly on your business and then all they have to do is convince people to spend 250 US monthly on their business which is actually not that easy considering the average Trinidadian doesn't have 250 US to spend monthly on a business venture they know little to nothing about. The recruitment strategy and the profit you could potentially make from it is only supported by the testimonials of other people who are actively in the business. But really, it doesn't matter what the business is about because we're not selling the business, we're selling the lifestyle. Get real with yourself, dummy. What's up, sluts, losers, and everything in between? It's me, your fairy god, Pisces, stopping by today to talk about something a little bit off-topic to what we normally discuss, but it's something still that's very relevant. On this podcast, we talk about everything relating back to social sciences in the case of today's episode. We talk about problems in our generation, our mental health, we talk about our spirituality, and so much more. But before we get into today's topic, I'd once again like to give my weekly disclaimer that while I do have a degree in psychology, I am not a licensed psychologist or a practitioner in the field. 
Therefore, if you feel like you need to seek professional help, don't be afraid to reach out to a friend, a loved one, or even me on my Instagram at Pisces to get the help that you deserve. So, today I have a very special guest with me. Straight out of jail, former pyramid scheme leader and activist, standing up for the rights of everything illegitimate, he goes under the, the current alias, Kenan Roderick. Please introduce yourself, Mr. Roderick. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Kenan Roderick, and um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Kenan is a small business owner and he's a self-proclaimed entrepreneur and I thought his perspective on today's topic would be very substantial for our discussion. This is by no means a hate video or a slanderous attack on persons involved in this field of work. This is merely a critical analysis on the rise in popularity of entrepreneurship. The newest obsession Generation Z has with being their own boss, quote-unquote and how a lot of self-proclaimed entrepreneurs are actually just multi-level marketing agents and pyramid scheme representatives in disguise. Should we buy into it? Let's discuss. Um, first to begin, let's talk about the pyramid scheme stuff. Um, these things are a total ripoff because being if you look at a pyramid, a pyramid is basically a triangle. And you have one person at the top and it widens out to the bottom. And these young people nowadays are going into it thinking that they are going to benefit from it easily because they're going to invest a certain amount of money. And in with, within a period of time, they expect to gain a profit from it, which is basically a lie. It's Let's give an example. It's one out of 23 chances. Let's say the top is number one and at the bottom is number 23. You have one out of 23 chances to get that whatever money you want out of it. Let's say it's a 10,000 over three weeks. You have one out of 23 chances to get that 10,000, which is not easy or which is not easy to do because you are being ripped off. You, are, you have to sell the lifestyle that the person at the top is getting and which is putting in that work that you have to do to get your money and you are not sure when you're going to get it, which leads to pyramid, uh, pyramid schemes or these susus, as they say, to crash because you don't know what is going on and you are being left in the dark not knowing what's going on. So, yeah. Now, I want to just like go further into that because I feel like we do hear that a lot of the time that uh, pyramid schemes are fundamentally uh, not beneficial to us, but we kind of don't understand why. Now, I want to differentiate here very distinctly between an MLM, a multi-level marketing scheme, and a pyramid scheme. So what is multi-level marketing? Multi-level marketing is a type of strategy that some direct sales companies use to encourage existing distributors to recruit more distributors and they are paid a percentage of their recruit sales so the recruits are distributors like downline and persons can make money through direct sales to customers as well as the indirect sales that their recruits make 
So a typical example of a multi-level marketing company is Amway. I'm not going to be calling any companies or mentioning any companies in this video because it is a critical analysis. But really, any company can be classified as a multi-level marketing strategy once it employs the use of you know, sales representatives, potentially making an increasing amount of money from bringing in other people under them. So you could reflect on somebody who has tried to recruit you from a company that may not have been Amway and you didn't necessarily understand what that kind of uh, sales was. That is a multi-level marketing strategy. So that's essentially how persons move upwards in the company. You know, in MLM schemes, you know, there could be hundreds or thousands of members worldwide, but relatively few persons earn proper incomes from their efforts, which indicates a possible pyramid scheme. While many MLM practices are legal, the Federal Trade Commission has been investigating multi-level marketing companies for decades, and they have found many questionable legitimate practices as running pyramid schemes. So what is a pyramid scheme? A pyramid scheme, on the other hand, is a sketchy and unsustainable business model where only, you know, the top level member recruits. Uh, they are the persons who recruit newer members who pay upfront costs up the chain to those enrolled by them. So they pay, the newer recruits pay directly to the higher level members instantly as the time that they are recruited. The major problem with this tactic involves taking advantage of people by pretending to be engaged in legitimate multi-level marketing. So the actual payoff only ever benefits the members at the top of the scheme. Uh, let me draw an example. When you blue zoom, you know, I'm just going to leave it as that. This type of strategy also puts more focus on the recruitment rather than the actual product or the sales. What is so interesting to note is that for decades, the Federal Trade Commission still find it difficult to really pinpoint if most MLMs are actually legitimate or not, because relatively few persons earn meaningful incomes from their efforts. So to some observers, this reflects the characteristics of a pyramid scheme. But you may be wondering now, how does this tie back into our intro when we talked about entrepreneurship. So Kanan, you are a self-proclaimed entrepreneur. What would you classify as in your definition what an entrepreneur actually is? Um, an entrepreneur in my definition, uh, somebody who got to get up and basically make their own dreams come true without the help, quote unquote, of somebody else. If you want to be an entrepreneur, as in my case, I had to figure out a way to make an honest dollar. And as that honest dollar came in, how can I do that 10,000 more times or 100 more times to gain a profit? You got to get up and do what you need to do every day for 10 days, knowing that you're going to suffer let's say five out of the 10 days because you're going to have headaches or you're going to be frustrated and it's going to be hard, but you got to be disciplined yourself to keep grinding, knowing that you're at the same place for the entire five days, but you keep going to keep grinding every day, knowing that you, you have a goal that you want to reach, that you want to be free. You want to 
live at a certain standard. You have to have that discipline and that mindset to know that this is what I'm going to do and I will do what it takes to get at my goal, to get at where I want to become, whether it's I want to drive a Lamborghini, I want to drive a Mercedes Benz. Do I have that determination in me to get to that point? Am I going to work hard enough, sacrifice hard enough, partner with people, network with people, talk to people? Do I have that mindset to open up myself to the community as small as your community where you live to let people know, hey, I have this product. How are you going to convince people to buy my product or to buy your product? How are you going to convince people to support you? How are you going to do that? Knowing that it's going to be hard, knowing it's going to be tough, knowing it's going to be a lot of frustration. How are you going to keep that mindset on and continue perceiving and continue pushing to make yourself a better person. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting. Um, so you have a small business, right? So in your opinion, do you think that persons who call themselves entrepreneurs who are involved, let's say, not necessarily in owning their own business, but are in multi-level marketing schemes or pyramid schemes and they call themselves entrepreneurs what do you how do you feel when you hear something like that do you think that they are right in their thinking to call themselves to be a self-proclaimed entrepreneur or business person having little to no experience on business i would say i i feel disturbed because knowing the effort you have to put in knowing the amount of time energy that you got to put in to get this plan of yours off the ground and then these people who's coming in at these pyramid schemes have having little to no experience to entrepreneurship or owning their own business and they're doing the easy way out they're doing the the easy route out. That's what they want to do. And then they're calling themselves, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. That is not an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is actually getting off your behind. I don't know if I could say that word, but <laughs> getting worry. off your behind. People be saying the most on my Getting off your behind and going at it every day, working at it every day, sweating every day, frustrating yourself every day. That's an entrepreneur. Having a, a plan, having a business the, uh, a business opportunity mm-hmm. creating opportunities not just by ripping off people and saying hey you join here and you can gain x amount of money over a three weeks period that is not an entrepreneur that is hustling so let me be real like in your business experience you make more money or you lose it um, especially with starting up in the beginning you lose money yeah. i'll be honest in the beginning you lose a lot of money because you are now start- <laughs> you are now starting up and you got to network with a lot of people and off the bat you're not going to make a profit right away that's where the determination and discipline comes in when you know hey I'm starting up and I'm going to lose whatever money I put out because in the beginning for me for example, 
when I just started my clothing brand. I had to hire, still up to this day I do, but I had to hire a photographer and I had to pay him. I had to source the clothing, source the material and get it done. And it was not easy doing that because everybody has their own price. And how am I going to go along trying to save money at the same time, make money to reach this goal that I want to reach? And you were working at the time otherwise. Uh, yes, I was working at the time. So I was using that money, that uh, money, I would say that money from where I was working to generate that dream of mine. And it was tough because I lost money. But it was a great learning experience to know that where, what I'm doing, I can benefit off of it later down. How am I going to network with people? How am I going to go about doing this? How am I going to go about gaining followers or gaining a profit? Now, you know, MLMs and pyramid schemes are by no means a brand new thing. We could all remember when our moms were Avon ladies <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> I distinctly remember my mother went through a full-on wheatgrass phase. She went through an Avon phase, a Herbalife phase. This shit ain't new to me. I've been here. <laughs> Seen it firsthand. However, what I do find interesting to note is the resurgence of it. Especially in the last, I want to say, like five years or so amongst younger millennials and Gen Zers. And it's really rebranded itself in the unique way in which we see it today. It's no secret that any of us who are remotely confused about our future, of our careers, or uncertain about our life path, are eager to consider alternatives to college education. Especially with our current younger generation. The majority hold the belief that you can't get a good education without getting a traditional uh, college degree. And despite the vast majority of us currently attending university, a lot of us have gone through this phase of not really knowing what it is we really want to do in the long term. True. So we find something very interesting is happening with Gen Z. And a lot of college students are contemplating or have decided to put their formal education on pause indefinitely and pursue entrepreneurship. And there are a lot of factors contributing to this shift. But it seems clear that Generation Z is going to disrupt the college to career cycle for good. Unemployment rates are higher now more than ever because of the pandemic. But even more, we've seen an upsurge in the number of freelancers in the younger working force. This lifestyle was once reserved for photographers or writers. And now it's literally available to anyone. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Social media influencers who promote flat tummy tea and hair vitamins. TikTokers, online motivational speakers who get who just happen to get popular you know really anybody is creating a business right now out of anything these days and nothing is inherently wrong with turning yourself into a brand but making and making money off of it but the problem lies when you begin to call yourself an entrepreneur and claim to have a business and business knowledge that people literally spent years of their life 
learning and cultivating to grow their brand that you claim takes no years of school to understand. And in, do it overnight. Yeah. And in my opinion, <laughs> the majority of people who call themselves entrepreneurs are not entrepreneurs. Yep, they are hustlers. I it's would just say that. a buzzword. It's just a buzzword that people like to use to label themselves. You happen to have a side hobby that makes you a little extra cash in addition to working your day job. And suddenly your Instagram bio reading, doctor, lawyer, businessman, or something like, okay, hashtag boss babe. Hashtag small business owner. Hashtag self-made. I know I hit in below the belt, guys. I'm sorry. But you know damn well you are none of the above. You study law in school and you happen to sell Amway products on the side. Just say you're a student and you're an MLM distributor and call that a day. You're braiding your hair as a side hustle. But in your bio, it's saying cosmetologist. Lessons available. DM for price. Since we out here lying and talking, and I talking on this podcast about, you know, psychology and mental health, I think I'm going to change my bio, and I'm going to put Shaconia Gold Medalist, motivational speaker, and mentor. <laughs> Do you realize how ridiculous this sounds? This is in no means trying to ridicule any particular group of people. It's to shed light, really, on how discrediting it is to actual entrepreneurs and real business people to just throw around these words and imply that you don't need formal education to run a business. And while I would love to expand on the inauthenticity that is social media and pretending to be business owners, I'm going to just bring it back into context of today's episode, which focuses mostly on MLMs and pyramid schemes, because you find a lot of these distributors Rather than outright saying they're distributors and company representatives, they hide this identity over their social platforms behind the guise that they are some sort of business person. So why do they do that? Like, in your opinion, Kena, why do you think people just uh, put the shadow self and just portray themselves not as who they really are? Why can't they just say they're MLM distributors and just call that a day? I would say it's for a show. Basically, it's for a show because if you, you, we have, take for instance, the generation we are living in. And I put up, I post on Instagram or social media. I'm standing up next to a Ferrari. Just saying, I'm standing up next to a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. And I quote unquote own it. And I asked, ask me how I did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not going to clearly say that <laughs> I'm a distributor. I'm not going to say that. You just put some like vague message and you're like, yeah, ask me how I did it. Self-made. And that's, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. And I stand up next to a, a, a mansion with a big pool. And I snap, ask me how I did it. And the younger generation are today because... They're far-fetched and they're so, I don't know how to put it. They're easily influenced. They're very uh, impressionable. Easily is an understatement. They will go to the, the, the opportunity, say, yes, he, he have that. I want that too. And they will go to it and go, yeah, how you do that? How you do this? Tell me how to do that. And 
for the person who, who they are going to, they're not going to say, hey, I, I put the time in. Hey, I did this. They was like, they will be like, okay, this is my side hustle. And this is what I did. Bringing two people at the price of 250 oh, US dollars back to the scheme. Mm-hmm. So you are seeing them as a businessman. You're thinking they are a businessman because of what they own, the things, they, the, the flashiness they have. And they're not going to outright tell you, hey, I'm in a scheme. Because they don't want you to feel anyway. They don't want you to think anyway. They want you to come under them so they can make more money and buy more stuff and post it up and attract the eye of the young mind. Yeah, I think um, having the guise of entrepreneur rather than scheme (laughs) sounds much more flattering. And, you know, going back to reinforce my earlier point, I don't think that a lot of what these MLM distributors are doing is inherently dangerous, per se. However, it can be argued that the way they present themselves to their target audience can be very manipulative and damaging at times by hiding behind fake business titles on their social platforms they're not only lying they're also fabricating major details of a career based on their perceived successes with it let's get real if everyone is in an mlm scheme and they worked really hard and they did their utmost best to make the most out of the company through direct and indirect sales the relationship will still never be equitable. Someone will always be making more money than you, a substantial amount more. And though you may see results, they may be too far and few for you to just give up your day job or drop out of college and say you're going to do this full time. And the reason why I say a lot of these higher level influencers can come across as manipulative at times is because they insist that you can. They continue to reinforce this idea that you could be just like them and have all that they have. But there's a reason why there are only five at the top giving their testimonials as opposed to over 25. It isn't for everybody. And, you know, these self-proclaimed entrepreneurs who hide behind pyramid schemes a lot of the time like to quote they love to quote this man robert kurosaki (laughs) they love to say you know robert kurosaki says we need seven avenues to success to get financial freedom but you only have one the pyramid scheme that you're currently involved in i'm not telling you that it's inherently bad to be involved in it but don't forego formal education for something that is not going to sustain you in the long term. You're only seeing the instant gratification that it can give you. But it really is not uh, sustainable for longevity. And someone actively invested in an MLM may be listening to this and thinking that the reason that I'm coming across so pessimistic is because I might have a quote-unquote bad money mindset. Or I'm just not willing to take the risk. This is another common trope among the more toxic MLM distributors, whereas anyone who doesn't hop on board instantly to this amazing opportunity is somehow at a disadvantage. How dare you not quit your 8-to-4 job to invest in a company that you know absolutely nothing about? 
And if you've ever been approached to join an MLM or a pyramid scheme, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being skeptical. Honestly, I would hope that you are being skeptical. Any sane person would be. It's okay to be skeptical of your friend's business venture or feel hesitant when your cousin's brother's sister twice removed asks you to join a susu to invest 9000 and get back $9 million. You don't have to feel pressured to join this because this person is your friend or your family. And you don't want to see, you know. A real entrepreneur, his audience is not his friends or his family. Correct. So I think one of the biggest turn-offs for me personally are people in MLMs or pyramid schemes choosing to prey on vulnerable persons right now during this pandemic. What has really boosted the appeal in MLM and entrepreneurial business ventures is quite obviously the global economic crisis, which has been brought on by COVID. Persons involved in self-made businesses are preying on people's vulnerability, which has been sparked by desperation. What you find is that people who may not have previously been interested in the idea of pyramid schemes are now becoming influenced and easily persuaded due to social media influencers once again presenting this false image that this route of fast money-making will land them, the average person, in the same position as the people that they aspire to be. Correction, the life they aspire to have and want to attain it using little to no effort at all. <laughs> there are some influencers, you know, who are so quick to take advantage of other people's vulnerability and desperation. So they jump to their IG stories and they jump to their Twitter and they implore you that this will be the best investment you make into your own well-being and that this sort of selfless white knight stance by claiming to seek your best interest is actually their best interest. By empathizing with you, the recipient of this message, you feel like this false sense of community with not only this very personable and more often than not conventionally attractive individual, but you also feel a false sense of trust with the company that you're about to invest into. I want to go back to that point of conventionally attractive individual. Because the people at the head, the people who are typically the faces of MLMs, are quite good looking. I'm not even going to lie. They're quite good looking. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're very good looking. And that is the brand that the companies want to portray to you. You can be good looking, be successful, <laughs> be smart, and just have it all. You know, you just have it all. With little to no work. With little to no work at all. Some influencers, however may, you know, implore a more satirical tactic of getting people to join the company by taking their social media platforms to boast about how much money they've made in the past couple months or even weeks. They talk about how their income has almost doubled in size since the pandemic has begun, and some even mock other persons and brag about how they're so fortunate to have decided to go down this path because now they don't have to worry about losing their job. 
Not taking into consideration, however, that there are millions of people in the world right now who have been disadvantaged by the pandemic beyond just losing money. There are people who have lost their loved ones, people who have lost their properties, lost their will to live. There are people who've lost their passions. But meanwhile, there are some toxic and greedy entrepreneurs boasting, quote unquote, entrepreneurs boasting on their platforms that there are thousands of ways to be your own boss, to get off your ass and stop being lazy. When in reality, you are exactly where you need to be. No matter what you're doing, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. So I find that the more successfully I can tell you how successful I am, the more successful I actually become. Persuading others. What is your what is your stance on that? Um, my stance. What is my stance on that? Um, the, there's something you need to know about emotional intelligence. Now, when you are sad, or when you're in a place of desperation, and somebody comes to you with an opportunity, you would take it rather than think about it because you're now in a place quote let's say you quote unquote lose a loved one you just lost your work and you have a hundred dollars to your name and somebody come up to you and said hey i can make you turn fifty dollars out of the hundred dollars you have into fifty thousand dollars because you are desperate to make the fifty thousand dollars you're going to give them that fifty dollars knowing all you have in your name is a hundred dollars and you're not going to think twice about it or you're just looking at the bigger picture hey this person come with this idea i'm going to give them my money rather than think about it rather than strategize how i'm going to live of of this next 50 dollars that i have how are you going to not be that way you have to ask yourself how am i not going to have my emotional intelligence fool me in a situation how am i going to not let this person get into my head and even though if they get into my head how am i going to use this for my personal well-being so if this person for example if you tony come to me and i'm at the edge of nowhere ready to give up and Tony comes to me and say hey I have an idea give me $200 all I have in my name is 300 give me x amount of money I'm gonna make you double that triple that and I take it to myself and say okay hey let me do it on my own let me see I'm not I'm gonna take Tony's advice but I'm not going to join it how am I going to use it for my well-being? Let me see if I could go buy, take my 200 I have and go down to the market and buy $200 worth of goods and sell it a dollar above the money I bought it for. So I will gain profit. If you do that, you're going to gain $400. So you get, got back the 200 that you spend and you gain $200. And you didn't go with Tony's or you didn't go with the person opportunity. You went with yours and you now earn $200 in profit. And if you continue doing that, 
over and over and finding different ways. Probably the next week you're going to buy watermelons. Probably be another week you're going to buy bananas and you're going to start. And then soon enough, you really just build up a shack or, or, or a place in front of your house. You have your own food stall. That's entrepreneurship. Creating an opportunity for yourself. Having the mindset to do what you got to do to make your life comfortable to make you stop worrying about certain things and soon after you have your your fruit stall you can you could have your own market stuff your own feel of planting and then tony self would come back for example you're using tony for example <laughs> she's gonna come back and want to know how you did that because Tony is expecting you to give her the $200 so she can make off of you and leave you in the dark. She's going to come back and I say, hey, how you do that? Last time I was here, all you had is 200. Now you have 200,000. Mm. That is the mind of an entrepreneur. That is the mind to create an opportunity to sustain yourself, to be comfortable, to be free from whatever frustration you have. And Kenan is absolutely right when he talks about, uh, MLM distributors or pyramid scheme influencers preying upon people's emotional intelligence and their vulnerability during this time. They don't take into consideration, as I said before, of people's circumstances. And when you are vulnerable, you don't take into consideration their circumstances. There are many factors beyond just a simple pyramid scheme and success that you have not yet taken into consideration in the sense of this person is different from you in all sense of the word. They have not lived the same experiences as you. They may not have even come from the same socioeconomic background as you. They may not be the same race as you. They may not have had the same experiences racially or socioeconomically classism as you have and because of that all of that you need to logically take into consideration and ask yourself is this the right choice for me so <laughs> going back to briefly discuss on you know their boasts of money making, you find that this is something that a lot of higher level influencers in MLM do quite often. Quite frankly, if they didn't flex about how much money they made by being their own boss, nobody would be inclined, as Kenan said, to, ins to invest what little money they have into this mystery company. You would be more inclined to invest it into yourself. And this by no means, you know, this life by no means is easy. It's very fucking difficult. It's hard. And sometimes you feel that pressure to have to go and buy into these companies. But this is why we talk about mental health on this podcast, because we really need to take our own mental health and our own well-being into consideration and step back from something when it seems too good to be true. Because you find that more honest influencers will mask their greed with spiritualism and other altruistic intentions. For example, they may calmly flex 
about how much money they've made in the past week. And then mask that subliminal flex with fake gratitude and love for God. Some of them, the more popular ones I see in like the States and stuff, use the law of attraction and attribute the law of attraction as the reason to why they've made the money that they have. Not taking into consideration that they've probably had generational wealth, one. <laughs> well, my daddy leave a couple million dollars to me and I'll come in and use it. Not only that, they're, they're conventionally and attractive and white. I'm <laughs> not going to tell you that. I might pay on sleeve a million dollars to me and I'm going to use it. I'm not going to tell you that. You know, they want to express to you how much they want this life-changing experience for you too. Everyone must have a seat at the table. And when really, when you really discuss with the average person what convinced them to join the company, it's usually due to the influencer's testimonial rather than seeing the potential in the company itself to make money in the long term. This sort of tunnel vision will never lead you to longevity because you're chasing after a lifestyle and perceived successes of someone else. You're not actually taking the action steps needed to attain legitimate financial freedom. In addition to which, what a lot of these influencers fail to realize is that by making income claims, they are actually in breach of their contract. Yes, I am here to spill the tea on that. In fact, most MLM contracts specifically state against their representative making income claims and announcing publicly how much money they've made to their wider audience. As I said, this shit ain't new to me. My mom's been in a pyramid scheme, bro. And if you don't read your contract, you won't know. But regardless of this fact, I know many MLM representatives who do this. I want to call names so bad, but I won't. <laughs> and they're in, they're in active breach of their contract. If the company should catch up with them, they will be removed. So then why do it? The answer is quite obviously to feed off your vulnerability especially during this time. They want to make you join them so that they in turn can continue profiting off of you. Have you ever been involved in a permit scheme or MLM? I have. Mm. I'm being honest, I have. And it's, I'm not going to call any names, but... <laughs> when it, it just came up, this is when Corona started back, quote-unquote, the second wave, you will call it. Went back out to work, Gain some money, save it. Second wave lockdown started. And here I am using the money for my savings. And again, I, I was in a place of desperation. I was angry because how am I going to survive through this second part of the little, little bit of money that I have? Yeah, I remember that for real. It was the real tossy. I got from, from work. <laughs> How am I going to survive for however long? And here, the opportunity arises, this pyramid stuff, this susu, it came up as an a susu, the flower. Mm. No comment. <laughs> you're going to give them a certain amount of money and you're going to get back an X amount over a period of time. 
And here it was where unprofessional people was doing it, taking part in it, unfair, unreasonable. I'm not going to call any names. And when you do look, it's because money missing. It never reached to you. If it do reach to you, you have to give back. You have to re-gift, okay? You got to re-gift so you can move up the chart. And when you do look, the flower have to split. When the flower splits, that's another flower have to form. Yeah, the higher recruited members basically gain money before you. Correct, right. And that's where another flower has to form. And another flower, and another flower, and another flower have to form. And everybody's just coming in, yes. And they're going to think it's, it's six weeks, but you're not going to get then susu crash. I'm at lost. I lost. I'm not going to say how much money I lost, but I, lo- I lost. And I had to deal with it, knowing that I could have used that money somewhere else, knowing that I could have put that money, reinvest that money somewhere else and gain from it. So all in all, situations happen for the better of you is whether you take it learn from it cry lie down roll under a bus it's up to you how you want to take that situation please don't roll under a bus (laughs) (laughs) don't but figuratively speaking it's how you want to take that situation it is up to you if you want to jump at that opportunity or if you want to go at your own opportunity go at your all up to you yeah i have a friend who um joined the pyramid scheme and i want to just reiterate something i know it's understood among shrine audience at this point but i just need to reiterate it a susu and a pyramid scheme is two completely different things a susu has a communal sense it's been joined by people that you know and most likely your family members. It's a very personal thing and it's a very ancient cultural thing within an African diaspora. A pyramid scheme is quite obviously a pyramid scheme and we have been using the terms susu and pyramid scheme too much interchangeably and I don't really want that association with a susu because it's not that. It's just another way to make money in a legitimate communal sense you know and my friend joined this pyramid scheme which masked itself as per usual as a susu and just like what Kanan was saying like circumstances just happen like shit just happen in your opinion how do you think we can uh find like locate if it is we're thinking about choosing to join an mlm and we think it might not be the right choice for us how can we identify that use our own autonomy and identify how this can be potentially making us lose money how can we identify it first begin ask questions first and foremost you gotta ask questions do your own research yeah not based on what your cousins say or what your daddy say do your own research there's youtube we all like to go on YouTube and, and look at Ryan King and Dexter Daps and Popcorn. Oh, God. 
No hate to these men. Love them all. <laughs> no hate to them. No hate to them. We all use social media platforms and we all use these platforms for entertainment, for our own comfort. Then why not use these same platforms yeah. to educate ourselves? Back to what Tony was saying, you don't have to go to school to gain education. You don't have to have a degree to know what is a fake pyramid scheme or a fake situation. You don't have to do that. But you definitely have to prioritize your knowledge. Correct. Is that you need to, there, there's YouTube. YouTube can teach you everything. YouTube can teach you a lot of stuff. Google can teach you a lot of stuff. Some people just be asking me some questions. What is Google for? What is YouTube for? What? Who asked you that? <laughs> Your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm speaking of people our age. People our age. Who love to... Be, if you go, go on the, the, the Instagram page, they're doing all kind of looseness. I'm, all, I'm being honest. They're doing all kind of looseness. They're doing all kind of stuff. They are a massive amount of followers. But common sense you don't have. Book sense you don't have. Okay, you're not good with books. You're not good with reading again. YouTube. YouTube teaching you everything. YouTube talking to you and telling you what to do, how to go about this stuff. So back to the, the question. Do your own research. Ask beyond what the person have told you. Somebody come to you with an opportunity. Ask your mommy, ask your daddy. Go on YouTube research. And then you would realize that, hey, nah, this is not for me. This is not the correct thing to do. What if I lost this amount of money? How am I going to cope without this stuff? Educate yourself before you do anything stupid. Educate yourself before you even open your mouth. When you open your mouth, everybody watching you like, what nonsense you're talking because you don't know, you, do, you, it's, you are speaking based on what somebody said, based on the testimony somebody gave. And you don't know what to France is going on. In addition to which, we need to understand that these testimonials, while they may have some authentic truth to it, it has become very inauthentic over a period of time to continue recruiting people at the fastest possible pace to move up in the company right so you need to set realistic goals for yourself and understand that if you do decide to invest in an mlm or a pyramid scheme that uh success will not be so instantaneous be prepared for failure it takes a lot of uh longevity to really see and reap rewards especially from an mlm when you are all when you are only doing sales recruiting and not actually you know branding the product or investing in the brand itself and doing your own independent work so you need to be very mindful that patience is a must you can't expect to have a lamborghini by next week so there are, are some things that you can um you can consider when it comes to making the right choice for an mlm because for a lot of members, it's very easy to lose touch with reality. So if you're not sure that this is the right choice for you financially, we can go through our list and see if the business that we're about to invest into is an opportunity for financial freedom or if it's a cult. Yes, I said cult. 
Let's ask ourselves. One, do they promise easy money and preach about a utopia that doesn't even seem real? This is because most likely it's not real, right? They are giving you something that you can latch on to instantly. Something that will pique your interest. Is this MLM being led by a so-called guru? A kind of like head honcho who's adored by everyone and worshipped. His or her testimonial is always the same (laughs) because the words are repeated and memorized to a T. Do they promise secret success but never actually reveal in detail what those secrets actually are? (laughs) Everything is just a secret. It's just vague and you don't really understand. And the higher level members kind of insist that you will understand when you become a higher level member, but you kind of never really understand. You know what I mean? Uh, Did they tell you to reject the haters, you know? And anyone who is deemed or like disapproves and like criticizes this type of business venture, they're instantly put into this category that they are a negative person. You know, they need to be cut off. And that how could you not see that this is an amazing business opportunity? They tell you, fuck the haters, whatever. Is their organization and their actual structure confusing? Most times it is because MLMs often feel like you're climbing an endless ladder to success, but you never really reach the top because the way in which an MLM works is that it's one promotion level after the next. And it's trying to, it's trying to lure in new members to remain committed for as long as possible. Oh, you know, I need to reach this goal. I need to reach platinum member this ex-member that ceo this you know what i mean they do they prey on your weaknesses you may be a single parent looking for more flexibility you may be feeling trapped in your current life you may want to drop out of university this degree is no longer for you you're in crippling debt whatever the reason is they you just want a new opportunity and somehow they just seem to know that they just seem to you know just yoke that kind of thing and just really milk it that is them preying on your weaknesses do they expect constant positivity and use words like just believe trust have faith even if the bills are piling up and you're finding yourself in more debt just to stay active in the company and finally Do they make you feel like if you need to change your personality? Always reminding you, you need to constantly post on your social media platforms, you know, announcements, memes, relating back to the company, of course, and encourage you to say specific words and phrases like, hey guys, just wanted to share this exciting opportunity with you. It will change your life. I'm sure you've heard that. (laughs) Over and over and over. Same way. Over and over by somebody else. If you feel like any of those things I just touched on hit close to home, you may want to reconsider investing. 
until you can actually see the product and the results of the product with your own two eyes and decide that this is the right financial choice for you. All that to say, honestly, is people fucking lie. They lie about their lives. They lie about their job, how much money they make. They lie about everything, really. And a lot of people don't have your best interest at heart. I know times are tough right now. And a lot of us are getting desperate. But it's because times are tough that we should be even more mindful of what we decide to spend our money on. So don't be so quick to invest in every pyramid scheme or MLM that passes you by because you see an opportunity for a quick buck. I know you may be desperate, but please be patient and remember that a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. If you thought that this was a sign, it's a fucking sign. And I'm out of here. Kanan, it was so nice to have you. Would you Most like to do echo. any final brand promotions or anything? Um. Okay, so if you need to reach out to the brand page, it's on Instagram at 18specbrand. Uh, You're actually spelling, spelling it out. E-I-G-H-T-E-E-N-S-P-E-C-B-R-A-N-D. 18-spec brand. We actually have a new cartoon cartoon edition that is going to drop soon. Uh, you might want to look into that. That is tough. Really, really tough. But other than that, um, whatever you do, keep moving forward. Keep pushing. Always be the better you. I'm going to tell you something that my manager, quote-unquote boss, used to say, and he does always say it. You can always better your best. You can always reach for something you want to do. Know that man. <laughs> you can always reach for what you want to do. Have the mindset. Yes, things is going to be hard. Yes, things is going to knock you over. If something knock you down eight times, get up nine. Dust off yourself and keep going at it. Have the man the mental strength to carry on. Although things is getting harder or harder, and believe that things would work out in its due time. Nothing ever happens before a time. Keep the faith. Keep pushing. Keep moving forward. Keep being yourself. Better your best. Have a great day. Peace. We out.